0: This podcast is part of the Cannabis Media Collective. To enjoy all of the podcasts within the collective, just go to your favourite streaming app or site and subscribe to the Cannabis Media Collective. For more info, check out distinctmedia.ca.
1: Thank you for listening to Canadian Cannabis Update. We're a Canadian-based podcast that gives leaders and organizations an opportunity to tell their stories and share information. All right, before we jump into this today, I just want to give a huge shout-out to our sponsor, Harvest Medicine. They're a patient-centric clinic which offers free medical assessments for people looking to explore how medical cannabis can help improve their lives. To learn more and to book your free consultation with Harvest Medicine, check them out online. Hmed.ca. That's Hmed.ca. And if you've got a story to tell and you'd like to be featured on Canadian Cannabis Update podcast, reach out to me at cannabisupdate.ca or cannabisupdate at gmail.com. All right. I think the cat's out of the bag. Some people seem to be gravitating towards edibles. In this podcast, I had a chance to sit down with Dania and Jennifer from The Botanical Brownie, an aspiring Calgary based edibles company. This is the story of two women with a dream that's looking like it may become reality very soon. The Botanical Brownie is another great concept for a legal cannabis startup. Dania and Jennifer walk us through the creation of the company, some of their challenges, and of course, the plan for 2019 and beyond. I hope you enjoy. (music) I'm joined today by the Botanical Brownie uh, members, founders, Jennifer and Dania. I just want to say thank you and welcome to the podcast.
2: Thank you for having
0: us. Yeah, thank you, Michael, for having us once again.
1: Okay, so let's start from scratch here, uh, like we had never met before. Um, Tell me, who are you guys?
0: So I'm Jennifer, and this is Dania. I'm Dania. We are two superwomen who came together through happenstance Mm -hmm. and decided to create this little edible company called the Botanical Brownie.
1: Simple. Just like that. Okay. Well, if there's
0: a bit of a backstory. We'll get into that later.
1: I'll get there. Okay, yeah. but before we do, I always ask everybody the same question. It's the toughest one of the whole interview. Tell me something about yourselves that has nothing to do with cannabis.
2: I love baking and cooking. I always have. And there's pictures of me taken by my family, of me when I was a teenager and just kind of, you know exiting junior high and going into high school if I was making pies and cakes and cookies and everything. And I kind of incorporated that into my adult life as well, something that I absolutely use as stress relief. Mm -hmm. And I actually like to uh, create spectacular baking and give it away to separate people. And that's how I express my love.
1: So this is what you do anyway. It's what I do anyway. It's what you do anyway. It's what what I've
2: just fallen into, and I just love it.
1: Okay. How about you, Jennifer?
2: So I'm big
0: on health, nutrition, and fitness. Mm -hmm. And I am such a huge believer in healthy body, healthy mind. So how we fuel our bodies and how we treat our bodies and how we get out and we move and we express ourselves in the world makes such a huge difference to our quality of life. Yeah. So yeah, eventually that does tie into cannabis, but definitely, it's it's something I'm super passionate about outside of the world of cannabis.
1: Fair, cool, good mm-hmm. answer. Um, tell me, what is the botanical brownie like? How did you go from concept to reality?
2: The Botanical Brownie is a small edibles company hoping mm-hmm. to exponentially grow over time. In okay. fact, I know we will. And, um, well, our mission is really to create fabulous edibles baking that is accurately dosed mm-hmm. and also meets nutritional needs. So we don't really delve into the jelly bean okay. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, all of our recipes contain excellent organic gluten-free vegan ingredients. Nice.
1: So you've got a variety of of products, but you try to lean more towards healthy and more natural foods.
2: Yeah. All of our products are organic, gluten-free and vegan. And um, when you ingest one of our products, not only will you achieve the effect Mm -hmm. from the cannabis, but you will also be ingesting something that's nutritious and based on really fine premium
1: ingredients. Who came up with the idea for this?
0: Well, this is definitely Dania's brainchild
2: and baby. But I asked you to join and you jumped yeah. on the wagon Yeah, totally, quickly. exactly.
0: So, you know, Dania and I became friends through my painting business. Mm-hmm. I ended up painting her home and became fast friends after. I stole her. That's right, you stole me. So we went out for lunch one day and Dania was floating this idea around of combining her love of the healing powers of cannabis and baking. And honestly, it was like a light went off for me. Because I thought, well, I love baking. I'm super passionate about the healing powers of food and nutrition. Mm-hmm. And I definitely was really starting to learn about the healing powers of cannabis. My husband is um, a devoted cannabis user, and it's been, you know, life-changing for him. And so I thought, well, why not merge these two really—I I guess they're, you know, they're kind of—
2: Like symbiotic, on That's almost. right, yeah. 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 They're
0: just—they're meant to be together. So I thought, why not combine these— these two things, and yeah, absolutely. Sure, I'll be your business partner, and it just has progressed from there.
1: Okay, so um, edibles will presumably be legal on in October 2019,
0: they're saying? That is what the government is is saying now. And that's the
1: hope, yeah. And how are you guys preparing for that time at this time?
0: So we've we've got a lot to do. This year is going to be (laughs) very exciting and very challenging in many ways, but Mm -hmm. we're definitely game planning to have our products in select
2: retailers on October 17th. Mm -hmm. And we're going to start slow and grow as we go. So that didn't, I didn't mean to rhyme that. (laughs) That (laughs) Rhymed anyway. Um, But basically, we're going to start with a couple of, uh recipes. Okay. And these are the recipes we now have in our take and bake formulas. So that what
1: do you anticipate those will be?
2: We will have our double B's and we will have our amaze balls. Okay, what are double B's? Double B's are a brownie mm. and they are absolutely decadent. They're made with chopped pecans and gluten-free organic vegan ingredients. And they are moist and chewy mm-hmm. and chocolatey. And they also contain cannabis. So you can achieve your effect. Mm-hmm. Um, by ingesting one of these double B's, which are there's more canna oil in the double B's than there is in the Amaze balls. We meant okay. that. We meant for that to happen because we wanted the amaze balls, which are a protein energy bite mm-hmm. made with peanut butter and oat flour and same uh organic, gluten-free vegan concept. Okay. We wanted the uh balls to be more of a micro-dose recipe. So they'd be suitable for someone needing mild pain relief or even a senior that wants to right. just achieve some pain relief without too much of a buzz.
1: So that would be in the neighborhood of five milligrams. Yes. Per
2: well, and basically with our can of oil instructions mm-hmm. on, our, on our website, uh, you can custom dose according to the math and the website instructions that we oh. give you. So yes, it's a smaller amount of canna of oil per amount of other ingredients in the amaze balls, whereas yeah. the double B's yeah. contain a larger amount of canna of oil per lesser amount okay. of ingredients. Do you see how that kind of flows? Yes. Yeah,
1: yep. Yeah. So what do you anticipate your dose would be though once it hits the market?
2: So we're <sighs> anticipating double B's to be around 10,
0: 10 milligrams, milligrams. Yeah. and the Amazeballs. Which Amaze might balls be the as, maximum anyway. As five. Yes. exactly. Yeah. And the Mays balls would be five. And the Mays balls would be five. And we thought those are pretty good doses either for mm-hmm. the novice or the veteran.
1: Yeah, I, I guess most of the products that hit the shelves will probably be five, 10. Although there is some talk of some super micro-dose, like two milligram products. Yes. yes. You know, maybe help you sleep, but not really feel the, the...
2: That's right.
0: Yeah, and those will be good for a lot of people, especially individuals who are wanting to try cannabis. Mm-hmm.
2: But just want a smaller dose. And, you know, those microdoses, I, I know someone that actually uses a microdose ingestible. Yeah. And um, it's not necessarily only to get to sleep but to stay asleep. Yeah, of course. Where where people have, like, as people age, it's very hard to have a full night's sleep. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of waking and falling back asleep and waking and falling back asleep. But the microdoses, without having the buzz, can actually achieve that full night of sleep and um, really help some people regain their energy.
1: So I've tried um, some CBD oils um, for... One, run recovery. I think I told you guys that before. Uh, At that time, I hadn't. Now I have. And Mm -hmm. two, to test it on my sleep. And I noticed that there are small trace amounts of THC in them regardless. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. Um, So in effect, you're having a bit of a microdose. Very, very microdose. Probably very small amounts. But I mean, there's still some therapeutic value to that. Absolutely. absolutely. Um, Who are you aiming your products at? What's your target demographic?
2: Well, anyone on the graph Is our target market. Uh, We do have the outliers on the graph, of course, that are welcome to try our products and welcome to engage in regular use of our products. Mm -hmm. Um, But our actual target market is women of mid to more mature ages.
1: Yeah. So that's kind of the, the general neighborhood that you think might be most attracted to your products, so your branding, everything else.
0: Absolutely. And we definitely know that women... More mature women, for lack of a better term, really are looking for
1: healthful products. Yeah, well, you know, I am not a woman, but I like your products. So, <laughs> like you said, and we those... want
2: you to try our products, and we definitely encourage that. And that's, like I said, with the outliers of the graph. Yeah, there you know, you basically, go. where anyone is welcome to try. They're safe and effective for everybody.
1: So your product would be sold as um, a self-contained say uh, in a maze ball for example. You're not selling the ingredients in order for someone to go home and make it themselves.
0: Well, we are currently selling our take and make mixes. Oh, okay. So people can actually take go to the botanical, yes, part of me, our yeah. take and ma- our take and bake mixes. People can actually go to our website right now, thebotanicalbrownie.com, yeah. and purchase our take and bake mixes. Okay. And they can infuse their own can of oil at home.
1: So there could be both products on the market, hypothetically.
0: There will be both products on the market. So people cool. might want to make their own products and dose them however they want. Mm-hmm. And once edibles are legal in October, they're able to purchase our products from select retailers.
1: So I've interviewed a couple of different companies who are doing similar things, although in many ways they're different. Um, how have you guys um, aligned yourself differently from other potential edible makers that are going to be hitting the market?
0: We are super keen on producing products that are not only accurately dosed, but they're Mm. healthy.
1: Okay. So health is key.
0: So health is key. I mean, don't get me wrong. Our products are still, for the most part, going to be desserts. Mm -hmm. But they don't have refined sugar. They don't Mm. contain high fructose corn syrup. None of that. None of that. None None of the crap. They're not going to be gummies or jelly beans. And just
2: because they're nutritious doesn't mean they're not decadent and delicious.
0: So we're just keen. I mean, there's tons of rooms in the market for all those kind of products.
2: Yeah.
0: For jelly beans and gummy bears and all those. Sure there is. All those types of things, absolutely. There's going to be tons of rooms in the market for all different types of products, but we want to be a bit different and that we want our products to be healthy and good for you.
1: How have you guys marketed yourself so far? Have you had troubles with it? Has it been complicated? Have you used primarily social media? What have you guys done?
2: As our business is growing... Mm -hmm. Uh, we've just started marketing our take-and-bake mixes through social media. Okay. We are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and we also have our website, thebotanicalbrownie.com, um, where you'll find lots of information um, and conversations about our products.
1: Have you guys experienced any problems advertising? I know that even for me as a podcaster, um, often my advertisements, I always say two-thirds of them, it's probably about right, are denied Because they have some kind of inkling or some kind of relationship to the words cannabis or marijuana. Um, Are you guys having problems with that yourselves?
0: Yes. So we've had a bit of problem with our website in terms of our, just for processing our payment transactions. Yeah. So a lot of payment processing companies are based in the United States. So it's been a bit of a challenge and we're still working through that yeah. um, to find the right company that we know will not shut us down. Okay. In the future. And then I we have done a bit of advertising on Facebook and Instagram, and I've had to clarify that we're not actually selling cannabis mm-hmm. edibles at this time. We're just selling take and bake mixes.
1: So you can follow up with Facebook when they deny you and, and you can ask them to reconsider your And I did. And it worked. Give and it them works. a little bit Sometimes of context. It works.
0: And it worked. Yeah. Yes. But I think in the future when we're actually selling edibles, Mm -hmm. it won't work.
1: I think you're going to have to wait until uh, cannabis is federally legal in the U S That's and then right. that'll change. That's right.
0: That's right. Yeah. But for
1: now, we're all stuck kind of playing that game, right? Yes. yes. I ask everybody that because I know that we're all struggling with marketing online and the, the complications with it. Um, here's a question for you and it has nothing to do with the THC per se. Um, but your products in general, how do you guys test them? Do you, uh, like, is this, is this something that you can make on your own or you have made before and now you're adding THC oil to it? Do you know what I'm
2: saying? Well, right now we're selling our take-and-bake mixes online. Okay. Um, and like Jen said, we've had a couple hiccups with that, but uh, we're pursuing that. So people would take our mixes home. Yeah. So we're not actually using cannabis ourselves. Yeah. It would be the consumer that is dosing their own mixes. But okay. once we actually are creating edibles to sell in a retail store, we will be testing through a proper laboratory.
1: Well, oh, what I mean more is more simpler than that. Um First of all, can these uh, brownies or uh, balls can they stand up on their own without any THC? Oil? Absolutely. Oh yeah. They're they're, they're same these thing are recipes way.
0: that we've used before and they're tried and true. For instance, I make the balls for my kids all the time. Okay, and they love them.
1: Okay, so but of course
0: they're without the cannabis.
1: If oil. you're testing that aspect out of the product, oh, it's um, just math. You can just make it straight up, and Absolutely. then you add mathematically add your THC and after, and it doesn't Absolutely. change the components, doesn't change the actual. Product, the end product at all?
0: No, absolutely not. Because we're just infusing it with coconut oil, which is in the original recipe. Regardless. So, yeah. Okay. So it's just essentially we're replacing regular coconut oil for a can of coconut oil Okay. in, in the products.
2: And it's a, uh, it's a whole kind of mathematic rigmarole to get there. Yeah, I'm sure. And we've, of course, perfected that just through practice and, mm-hmm. of course, with our company. But um, anyone can really master that. You know, okay. we, um, we put up the instructions for can of coconut oil making uh-huh. on our website. And we've got the math formula on our website with a tutorial. Really? So it's very easy to understand. And if anyone wanted to do it, they could just follow those guidelines. Now, making can of coconut oil itself is quite a, a lengthy process. Uh, so create a day
1: yeah.
2: that you have dedicated just to that, like a Saturday or a Sunday on a weekend or whatever have you. If you have a day off, mm-hmm. kind of takes a day um, to let it sit and infuse and stir it around and everything. But um, but then you have a whole jar. And but you then have you have a whole bunch of it forever, yeah. as long as you,
0: you need take it. care yeah.
1: of it. Yeah, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Um, Answer this any way you'd like, but how does it work when you eat THC?
0: So, ingesting cannabis versus smoking it mm-hmm. is very different, and the effect on your body is quite different. So, when you ingest cannabis, your liver converts it to 11 hydroxy metabolite. Okay. That results in a very different feeling. Some people would describe that as a body buzz right. or a body high. Um, some people find that way more effective for controlling different ailments, different mental health afflictions. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, Dania finds that ingesting cannabis really helps her to sleep
2: at night. Right. And my anxiety. It helps with her anxiety, yeah, yeah, and and her depression. I find if I smoke it, I get more of an anxious feeling. Uh, Now, this is just me. This is just me. But when I do smoke it, I get more of an anxious feeling. It kind of exacerbates my anxiety.
1: Okay.
2: Whereas if I ingest an indica strain and a light dose of it— I get a relaxed kind of body high and I'm able to cope with my anxiety much more readily.
1: Okay. And that's when you eat it.
2: That's when I eat it.
1: And as compared to smoking, smoking it. Smoking it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I guess eating it is better for you overall.
2: Yeah. Well, you're not you're not getting the damage to your lungs. No. Yeah. I was smoking it at one point in my younger years when we were still all getting it off the streets. Yeah. And because I was smoking it on a regular basis to achieve any kind of effect, mm-hmm. long-lasting. Um, I found it had a compromising effect on my lungs. Okay. My breathing became raspy and kind of felt tarry, and yeah. yeah, it just didn't didn't sit with me well. Some people prefer it, though.
1: I used to smoke a lot in my twenties, and uh, I was a heavy inline skater back then, living in Vancouver, living the life, yes. um, mm-hmm. and my lungs would burn. And yes. I thought, it's probably like smoking cigarettes at that time, but I was smoking a lot at the time. Yeah. Um, but I literally thought to myself, I need to dial back the smoking, yeah. just generally speaking, because my lungs were burning mm-hmm. when I would do cardio.
0: So it's an alternative yeah, to you're smoking. smoking you're, yeah. If you're smoking anything, it's going to be
1: compromising. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. you're fighting For your forest place. fires, you probably have burning lungs too. Exactly.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> How do you guys feel about the 10 milligram maximum dose? Um, do you think it's appropriate? Do you think it should be higher?
0: I'm not sure how I feel about that exactly. I can see where the government's going with those regulations. Mm-hmm. But I have a couple concerns. So first off, mm-hmm. I think if we're only allowed 10 milligrams per, let's say, package.
1: Yeah. yeah I think that's actually what it is, right? 10 yeah, per so package.
0: And per that's, package. that's not final, but that's definitely one of the recommendations. Yeah. Is that we're looking at a whole shitload of plastic and paper and all this type of waste. Mm-hmm. So that's first off, that's my number one concern. My second concern is that there's a lot of veterans out there who will demand a higher dosed product,
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and, and it's, so it's cost prohibitive.
0: It's cost prohibitive if they can only go to the store and let's say they want like a. There's people out there that really want a hundred milligram edible.
1: There are those. There yep. are
0: those, mm-hmm. and you know, granted, that might not be the majority of consumers that want that high dose product. So, are they going to have to purchase ten edibles?
1: maybe go through the medical stream. I don't know.
0: Potentially they potentially might have to. Yeah. Potentially I'm not really sure, but you know, I don't think it's a bad thing and I just think those are
2: my concerns. Yeah. And there's yeah, there are concerns with that, but there's there's the pros and cons to everything, right? Yeah. And so
1: yeah. Well, to play devil's advocate, I was listening to another podcast today produced uh, in Windsor, Ontario, the Cannabis Act. Mm -hmm. I love them. They're awesome. Yes. Um, And they were talking about packaging, and I thought that they had made a good point. Like, if you buy a case of beer, 24 beers, each bottle has a particular dose of alcohol in it. Yes. Each bottle is bottled separately, and then each separate container comes in another box. Mm -hmm. Um, And maybe the concept that they had said, and I think I agree with them, is um, if you're forced to open up a new container each time, it makes you think about how much you're quote-unquote dosing yourself. If you could buy a yeah. big bag, if you could you're buy more a aware. big bag yeah. of 10 milligram squares and you sit on the couch and watch a movie and you could just pound them, you wouldn't even think about it. It's like when you open a bottle of wine and you're like, ooh, I drank that whole thing you're already. An open
2: <laughs> bottle is an empty bottle.
0: Or, you know, it's a bag of chips, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. A big right, bag you keep going. Out. But now yeah. imagine
1: if each one of those chips was like one milligram of THC. Yeah, of that's course.
0: right. Yeah. It'd be
1: way too easy to, yeah. to overconsume.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and... I, That's a valid point. It's a valid point. Playing devil's advocate. Absolutely, it's a valid
2: point.
1: A lot of people complain about packaging, uh, excessive packaging. You buy one gram of marijuana at a legal pot shop, and you have what? You have the plastic jar comes in. Yes. It's got its own seal on top of it. It's got another box around the Mm -hmm. outside of it. Yes. But layer for layer, um, it's still the same as alcohol.
0: Yes. Yes. I well, guess. I to be fair, I have a problem with the amount of packaging. That's in a lot of things I and mean, generally,
1: <laughs> generally speaking and that's not to defend packaging. Yes, no. Just just showing that parallel there that they actually do that in the alcohol world too.
0: They do. Yes. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Um, so next question. How do you anticipate uh, the edible market will evolve once made legal? Have you guys looked at the US at all? Like what are the what are the models you're looking at and what do you anticipate?
2: Well, we did do a little venture over to Portland. I think it was last January. Last January, yeah. Yeah. and we took a look at the packaging. We took a look, look at what was available. We took a look at um, dose per serving, how many doses in a package. Yeah, and it's very variable in oh. the U.S. Do you remember well, in what the, the Portland dose was? market
0: anyway? There was. I think they had a 10 milligram, 10 milligram rule per serving. Per, was it per
2: serving? Per, or per serving, yeah. There. I think you're right, yeah. But so, yeah. what
1: does that mean? You could buy a box of, you could of buy multiple a 10 box. milligram
2: That's actually right, Jen. I do remember that yeah. because it was, you could have 15 servings in a package. Yeah. But <laughs> it was so loosey goosey the way they did it because they would say, take a bite yeah. of this up to the little line on the ruler oh, really? or whatever. And that would be your 10-milligram serving in this uh, 15-serving package. There was a big
0: variety. There's a lot of variables. But, you know, it was interesting because we saw a ton of really cool products. Some really cool CBD THC beverages. Yeah. Some really cool, you know, cookies and um, types of different gummies. And even some healthier granola bars. Yeah. A really big variety of edibles. So, I'm hoping that cannabis... Edibles in, in Canada is going to go the same route. We're going to have a ton of really cool products.
1: Did everything there seem local or was it more mass it a produced? Lot of local
0: products there was I, a ton of local yeah. products in Portland. Yeah. But there was also stuff that came from California.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Larger companies Washington. manufacturing stuff. Yeah. Okay, but yeah. that that craft, the the feeling of craft product yeah. was also there.
2: Absolutely. And, and there craft, was a ton of craft products. Craft alcohol as well of was course. really big in Portland when we went there. And I'm assuming in other places. Mm-hmm. There's just such a big market for that, so why wouldn't cannabis
1: follow suit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair. Now, we all talk about the um, medical-slash-therapeutic benefits of uh, ingesting, eating cannabis, Um, do you think that eating edibles is strictly medical or do you think it's also a recreational thing?
0: Oh, I think it's for everybody.
1: Yeah. really. both.
0: Yeah. Is there a time when
1: it's not therapeutic, when it's not uh, medical, when you take it purely to go out with your friends and have a good time?
0: And well,
1: I mean that
0: could be medical too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <That laughs> right. Going be, out, laughing with your friends—that's like, it's hugely beneficial. Yeah. That tends that's, to be the
1: answer I get, and yeah. I ask that a lot. Yeah. yeah, you know, is there a time when you can smoke cannabis and it's just for fun? And everyone says, "Well, if you're having a good time, it's helping you therapeutically."
2: Absolutely, Absolutely. that's yeah. stress. Laughing is one of the best medicines. <laughs> I mean, I've. You know, when I'm not driving, I will have a little bit of something if I have a headache, a little cannabis before I go out. If I have a headache or a migraine or my bad hip is hurting me, that I just dated myself. (laughs) You and your old hip. My old hip on my rocking chair there. But um, honestly, it's you really dabble in both worlds. Yeah. Because not just because you're having something recreationally doesn't mean it doesn't also have some medicinal benefits.
1: Yeah. Okay. Fair. That's a good answer. Um, What's your game plan as a business for 2019 then? Like, how are you going to approach October?
0: We have a lot to do. We have a lot to do. Yeah, this year, like I said, it's going to be very challenging, Mm -hmm. but also a ton of fun. I think our main, I wouldn't say hurdle, but our main challenge right now is just waiting for the final regulations for the government. So at this stage, we're not really sure if we can continue to create our products in the small kitchen that we're working out of now, or yeah. we need to get a larger, more secure facility. Yeah. What the rules surrounding that facility will be. So essentially, packaging. I mean, we're, we have a big game plan going, but yeah. we're also, we're not sure in terms of packaging. You're right, Danielle. Packaging and How, how to
2: package. I mean, there's apparently you have to put a certain uh, warning symbol on it. And... Yeah.
0: It'll probably be very similar to the packaging mm-hmm. that we see with... With tobacco. With, well... Just for or alcohol. Just with cannabis in the retail stores right now.
1: Well, it's going to cross over, though. That's going to be the challenge for you guys because you're going to be dealing with uh, food.
0: Yes. You know, Health Canada. Yes. Uh,
1: for food regulations. Uh, and then you're also going to be dealing with the, the controlled substance part of it. Yes. That's right. It's going to be a big hurdle across.
0: But yeah. we're, we're psyched are We're
2: super it. women. Yeah,
0: didn't yeah. you say that in the yeah, beginning? That's right. We're super that's women. That's right. Let's <laughs> qualify that much. again. We are super women. <laughs> we are going to tackle this with gusto for sure.
1: Um, do you guys have any final thoughts on edibles we haven't covered?
0: My main point I'd like to get across is for people to just have open hearts and open minds. Yeah. When it comes to edibles. We've all heard those stories of people going out and just getting a little crazy on the edibles. Mm -hmm.
2: And then not having a good time. And then
0: not having a good time. And that's definitely not something we want to promote. We're keen on going low and going slow. And like I said, just keep an open mind. Give edibles a try. If you don't like smoking or vaping, maybe edibles is right for you.
1: All right, well, you guys are in Calgary. I'm in Calgary. Um, we discovered each other at the Cannabis and Hemp Expo last, what, May or so? That's right, yes. Yeah, it was great. And uh, I have quickly become a huge fan of what you guys do. Likewise, you guys are awesome. thank you.
2: Likewise, yes.
1: Um, so I will be a big fan and supporter once you guys uh, hit the marketplace. I'll definitely go out and I'll tell everybody to buy your products. Oh, well, we
0: know appreciate will, Much appreciated. No
1: worries. But um, if somebody doesn't know about you guys yet and wants to find out about you guys, how can they find out more about the Botanical? Brownie?
0: So we have our website, thebotanicalbrownie.com mm-hmm. or .ca. Okay, we're on all the socials, so we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Twitter. Facebook and Instagram, we're uh, the Botanical Brownie. Yeah, and on Instagram, we're at Delicious Relief.
1: Nice. All right. Well, I guess I should say thank you then for inviting me into your home and letting me interview you and about you, uh, what you guys are doing. Thank,
0: thank you. Thank you. We appreciate your time.
1: All right. <laughs> Thanks once again for listening to the Canadian Cannabis Update podcast. If you have a story that you'd like to share about the cannabis space, I would love to hear from you. Hit me up at update at gmail.com or my website, CannabisUpdate.ca. And if you want to find out more about Canadian Cannabis Update and all of the other podcasts in the Cannabis Media Collective, check us out on Twitter at CanMedCall, just like Cannabis Media Collective, but abbreviated. And you can also find out more about us on Facebook, Instagram, and every podcast-related streaming site in the known universe. Check us out, the Cannabis Media Collective. All right, hit a Ember.
0: The media contributors within the Cannabis Media Collective do our very best to remain as accurate as possible, but take no response For any inaccurate details or facts. If a story interests you, we're glad to have brought it to your attention, but please take the time to research the details for yourself.